Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. You can also help support this channel by getting yourself some Skiba News Nation merch. Also, we are proud to announce that we are now on Patreon, where you will get bonus content, shoutouts, and much more. Thank you again for watching and helping us stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Nation. We are also proud to announce that Skiba News Nation podcast is now available on podcast platforms. Welcome to Skiba News Nation, bringing you unfiltered views, news, interviews, discussions, and more. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Skiba award-winning musician and son of Rob Skiba. Hey Skiba News Nation family, I'm your host Jeremiah Skiba and welcome to another episode of Skiba News Nation. This is episode 14, we got a great show for you today. Today we'll be talking about Musk backs out of Twitter because of World War III, and bombers finding alarming number of clots and more and more cadavers. Did California Teacher Association spy on the parents during the pandemic? New details about the Hunter Biden laptop cover-up, an all-new Opus Corner, and for history we'll be talking about George Reeves and his suspicious murder, and Norm Macdonald and his fate, memes, and much more. So stay tuned. So before we get started, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Jake Grant. Welcome, Jake. How you doing? Hey, Jeremiah. Uh, doing okay. We had a little bit of a crazy ER visit last night, but uh, everything's looking good, and uh, we kind of came through that little emergency with one of our kids uh, without any, any lasting harm. A little bit of a scare, but I'm now learning what my parents probably had to deal with all the times I busted myself up and, you know, scared them going into the hospital. So, uh, but other than that, doing great, man. Good to be here. She's doing better. Yep. Yep. Good. She, uh, yeah, she's doing good. We, we just kind of had a little bit of an episode and had to go into the, the ER. Um, but everything turned out, we were discharged, came home and ended up staying up all night to watch her. So if I look kind of like, you know, a little crazy here, it's cause I was up all night. But it's okay. Uh, I'm full of energy to pump this show out because I think we've got some really interesting stories to cover. Cool, man. And I also wanted to tell everybody that's watching that we've been working really hard. Uh, my mom's been working really hard on her book. And there's a picture book. It's called Snapshots into Our Nightmare. And you can find these this picture book at skibanewsnation.com forward slash nightmare. So I just want to let everybody know that there'll be a picture a day coming out on skibanewsnation.com forward slash nightmare. So let's I've seen some of those pictures you posted uh, already and, and they're really compelling. Um, just very interesting. And, and, and um, I, I'm really excited to see like as you guys start releasing more and more and, and then eventually your mom's book comes out. I think a lot of people are looking forward to hearing the full story, you know. Oh, there's so much stuff in there. And I mean, doing the show and then doing the illustrations, it's, it's a lot harder because every image is, is, you know, I have to make by hand. So well, you're doing a great but, job, man. They look awesome. I appreciate it, man. Good job. All right, let's dive right in. You ready? Yep.
All right, Skiba News Nation. This week, we're going to be covering a couple different interesting current news topics. Before we get into it, just a reminder for everyone, you know, spreading information, doing shows like this is not always about the likes. It's about spreading knowledge. It's about helping equip you to help see through the lies of the system that we live in. Uh, sometimes people can get swept up in, in being all about the likes, right? And mm -hmm. unfortunately, that what's, that's what creates these mainstream monstrosities that are so PC. When political correct Nazis come after you and all you care about is people's eyes on your content, you can't speak out against the most important current events and news and topics because you're, you're kind of beholden to those that you desire to get the attention of. But, you know, here with Skiba News Nation, you know, we, we try to share as much cutting edge stuff, uh, share our opinions, even though it's controversial. Uh, and of course, if you want to keep following us, check out the Patreon, check out the other platforms we have Skiba News Nation on in the case that we get too opinionated, right? And we get kicked off of a platform that has been very draconian and censoring very important alternative perspectives. Uh, so just wanted to, you know, share this little meme here. It's uh, the, there was one in the past we shared that we are fighting a multinational corporate war with only memes, right? So mm -hmm. uh, this kind of reminded me of that. He's, it's a ninja chopping a, a thumb, a like thumb in half. It is about spreading knowledge. It's about helping you guys. And that's why we're doing this show. And uh, as we get into today's topics, we're going to look a little bit into uh, Elon Musk and his acquisition of Twitter. Another alternative perspective of why he actually backed out of the deal is come to light we're going to talk a little bit about world war three and the narrative that's going to be pushed regarding the invasion of ukraine uh it's almost like the nwo who kind of always wanted this a conflict to then kind of push through a lot of their agendas they're kind of trying to tack the blame onto russia and so from here on into the future they're going to be looking back at february 24th and the invasion of ukraine as the start of this global conflict right and mm -hmm. whenever you think about it uh it's kind of a conflict that they are pouring gasoline on so uh the history books will say one thing but we the people will remember a different narrative um there's also interesting information coming out about uh hunter biden and some of the cover-up around uh his uh, laptop that <laughs> have a funny meme that shows uh baron and how in the recent Mar-a-Lago raid, they raided Baron Trump's room, but they wouldn't raid the room of Hunter Biden, right? So we'll show that later. Um, it it kind of reminds me of this. Um, no brain, no courage, no heart. So you're politicians, right? <laughs> uh, it's Alice in Wonderland for those of you who are wondering. No, that's Wizard of Oz. Into... Oh, oh, sorry. You're right. You're Wizard sorry. of Oz. Sorry. I know my Wizard of Oz history, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Open knows uh, it better hey, man, than I do. He looked like he was about we, to go in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I deserve that correction. I mean, last <laughs> time we showed a meme of Toto from the Wizard of Oz pulling that curtain back, exposing the wizard, and the, the caption was, be more like Toto. And that's what we're trying to be like. And, and sometimes these cover-ups, sometimes these agendas, uh, it really reminds us how politics Tickle politics is they're all blood-sucking parasites right gotta drain and the so, swamp 
<laughs> we do. Um, you know, um, we're going to talk a little bit about some interesting information coming out from uh, those who are involved in embalming and funeral service uh, kind of oh. processing. And uh, it's tied to uh, interesting findings that they're finding tied to the, the big medical experiment that's happened over the past two years. Um, and then we, of course, are going to review some fantastic submissions of memes from our audience uh, at the end of the news segment and some really great stuff that's come in. Um, but uh, I saw this. It's kind of off topic, uh, these next few ones, so I just want to run through them quickly. But they're really good kind of uh, breakdowns of the current system. This one's uh, covering the Roe versus Wade controversy and abortion. Uh if you kill a human and store body parts in your fridge, you're insane. But if Planned Parenthood does it, they're empowering women. Now, of course, just a few months ago, we had Roe versus Wade overturned and returned back to the state mandate level. And so um, a few years ago, I don't know if you recall uh, the expose that I think it was Project Veritas did uh, showing the business model behind the abortion industry and how uh, organs and body parts of these aborted children were being sold in black market deals uh, mm. and the doctors who were involved in this were making bank and it's just so crazy um, and so we want to keep that ever present on our minds not that we want to cause trauma right but because good doesn't just sit idly by we have to be watchmen and now that this is passed back to a state level. It's all the more important to engage in your uh, your area politics. You know, your state government, your city and local government, and and there, um, you know, there's a lot of votes that are being passed through this year. The most pro-life, pro-choice voting topics are being pushed through the docket this year because of this controversial topic. Um, here's something interesting. Uh, what a brilliant idea using a dome to hold back water uh, and all our FE people will get a kick out of this one um, and it, it reminds me of this uh, <laughs> by the way how did Hollywood know what the earth looked like before NASA mm, well it's because point. it's programming and this is a universal picture uh, studios picture from 1927 using a globe image before NASA's was even created in 1972. It's almost like this was a prototype uh, that they used to show what what we are going to be shown in bulk uh, many years later. Is that a plane flying around the Earth? Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's the, uh, interesting. You know, the, the universal uh, logo. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so here's uh, something interesting. Uh, <laughs> recently, we've had a lot of talk about powered cars, uh, battery-powered cars, and how uh, in California they're banning the use of diesel and gasoline vehicles. I mm -hmm. think by twenty twenty by twenty thirty-five or something like that. And then right after they pass that, they're banning the use of these type of or purchase of these vehicles. They also go on to say, hey, can you stop charging your cars? Our, our power grid's overloaded. 
Um, so I, I thought this meme was very apt. Imagine, if you will, the year is 2024. Mm -hmm. Your electric car won't start for 48 hours because your social media post was deemed offensive. Oh man, I, I could totally see something like that happen, man. What do you What do you think? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's right. That's perfect meme for it all. I think it's crazy what they're doing over there. And then they they're just total hypocrites. But like, use yeah. your power car, but actually don't. So we're gonna try to make it all about global warming. It's just crazy. They they've had a smog problem in California forever. So. Oh yeah, that's my yeah, thoughts and, on it. And it reminds me of China's social credit score. I, imagine if that's a play, uh, applied to a travel system that's completely grid dependent, like a electric car situation. Uh, what if they're able, because I mean, even in modern Teslas and electric vehicles, they have operator kill switches that they can remotely turn your car off if they feel somebody's stolen it, right? Well, mm -hmm. what if they start to apply that to people they just disagree with politically or or regarding the information you're posting or sharing or or maybe your uh, leisure activities? They don't like how often you do this or that. It's it's causing issues to their political agenda. So they shut down. Yeah, it's just the the extent this can be taken. And now we're speculating, of course, but it, it's just you could definitely see it with how crazy our modern world has become. They can do that with Jeremiah's truck right now. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, my new truck. It's pretty scary. Just shut it off if they want to. Wow. Yep. And it's crazy. We're pushing for electric-powered vehicles, powering lithium batteries that are only mined in you know the Middle East and and russia by the way uh which is crazy because we're kind of separating from them the western world from russia and and the middle east uh even though that's where these lithium mines are located and instead of innovating in ways that would challenge both the gasoline or the oil and the electric car industries here's a meme of the man who invented a water-powered mm -hmm. car then he died mysteriously. Stan Meyer invented a water-powered car. Unfortunately, though, he dies not long after being offered $1 billion from an unknown man from Saudi Arabia. Despite skepticism about the legitimacy of a car that runs on water, Meyer was able to patent his invention under Section 101 of the Subject Matter Eligibility Index, meaning he proved to a patent review board that his invention worked reliably. That's, yeah, that's his story. His story is crazy. If if you don't know, anybody watching doesn't know his story. Look this man up because genius. This man's a genius. Was. Yeah, but I mean, of course, like we've mentioned many times in the show, the love of money is the root of all evil. And what money is there to make if you can power your stuff on water? Right. Right. All right, we're going to get into now uh, some of our current news topics that I mentioned at the beginning. All right, here's our first news story of the day. This was really interesting to me just recently. A lot of news sources posting about this. It says this, Elon Musk cited a Putin speech in private text with a banker saying the Twitter deal wouldn't make sense if we're heading into World War III. Now, if you remember, we've covered this a little bit. It was about Elon Musk's acquisition deal 
uh, regarding Twitter. And one of the main public reasons it said that he wasn't going to get Twitter and, and purchase it was because Twitter had so many unreported bots <laughs> running in their system. And he asked for that to be uh, kind of laid out in paperwork. They refused to give him that information before the purchase deal went through. And now that allowed him kind of a clause to get out of the deal. A lot of people wonder if Elon Musk seeking to buy Twitter was not a simple guise for uh, hiding the sell-off of his Tesla stocks uh, and then him backing out of it was just so that he could sell Tesla stocks without having any repercussion in the market uh, because sometimes when mass stock sell-offs happen, it can spook investors and cause a dip. Um, but it, it's interesting that this is a another angle which is, could he have backed out of buying Twitter because he thought World War III was about to happen? Uh, here's the bullet points. Elon Musk in a private text said it might not make sense to buy Twitter amid the war in Ukraine. Musk said this month before formally attempting to back out of the $44 billion acquisition and a Twitter lawyer on tw Tuesday has argued the text showed Musk was motivated by concerns over his finances. Uh, so... It says Elon Musk wanted to slow down his $44 billion acquisition of Twitter months after Russia invaded Ukraine, saying in a private text, it wouldn't make sense to buy Twitter if we're headed into World War III. This is interesting as it almost seems maybe like a pre-programming mass kind of exposition on the fact, hey, I think we're heading towards World War III, everybody. Um, it's just interesting that this is coming out recently right and yep. these texts came to light in a hearing tuesday about pushing back a trial in october over musk's deal to buy twitter along with other disputes about discovery musk told twitter in july he was officially backing out of his agreement to buy the company in a letter that argued twitter had wrongfully withheld data on bots and spam accounts so this is kind of the official reason but could this be the secondary reason very interesting now, of course, we know that a lot of the uh, the stock market and company, private companies and such, they would take a massive plummet in value if World War III broke out. Um, interestingly enough, he mentioned uh, citing a coming speech from Russian President Vladimir Putin, and Putin gave a speech on May 9th for the 77th anniversary of the Allied victory over Nazi Germany where he said Russia's decision to invade Ukraine on February was the only right decision and baselessly claims the West was preparing for invasion of Russia. So uh, mm -hmm. this was part of the the context of why he was like, I'm going to slow down the acquisition deal. Uh, there's also some interesting news. We're going to uh, move over here. Um, there's some interesting news before we read this article uh, regarding Russia updating kind of their world policy regarding the war the the russia world order right and so this is all some things you guys should check out in recent news uh russia kind of reiterating their distaste of the uh, ukrainian situation and and the western backing of ukraine um and this is some interesting stuff found here on express.co.uk it's it's almost like prepping what they want the uh the textbook to say if world war three began 
Of course, this could be more pre-programming just to get us all into the mindset of, okay, World War III is coming, get, get ready. Um, but also to maybe push majority of the blame onto Russia rather than the incendiary actions of the Western nations and the EU and NATO uh, to provoke a World War III situation. Um, and so it's interesting. It says when Russian President Vladimir Putin gave his military the green light to cross the country's western border in eastern Ukraine, experts, commentators, and academics, and even politicians floated the idea that World War III was year near. Yet more than six months later, any sign that the direct conflict might move into a wider world has yet to be realized. The war has remained within Ukraine with on-the-ground and aerial fighting continuing today, mostly in the eastern and south regions that were captured by Russia early on. And uh, I'm, I'm looking for the, the quote here, but um, in recent months, politicians around the world have repeatedly warned of war fatigue as the battle draws out. They say people will become desensitized to the horrific events and lose the ability to assess the extent to which the developments could affect them. Um, and uh, the UN secretary saying the world is just one misunderstanding, one miscalculation away from world, from nuclear annihilation. Uh, so this is interesting. Um, but uh, others like Dr. Yuri Falinsky, author of Blowing Up Ukraine, The Return of Russia, Russian Terror and the Threat of World War III, have taken a long term view of the war, claiming it is just the beginning of a far reaching and monumental turning point in history. Um, uh, and uh, so here's the quote is um, that while Dr. Yuri says he is glad that the world now sees how dangerous Putin is how dangerous the regime is how dangerous Russia is today his assessments of the war are bleak <clears throat> I would argue that February 24th will be written in the future textbooks as the beginning of World War 3 this is very interesting Whoa. that they're kind of uh, identifying the actions Russia's taken as the beginning of World War Three, as if to kind of uh, this Dr. Yuri, as if to kind of proclaim and prophesy that World War Three is going to happen, and it's because we are going to conflict with Russia and their involvement in Ukraine. So, uh, some strong language there in this interesting article. Uh, I personally believe that. Uh, it is both sides, right, that are uh, probably engaged in some shady stuff. Um, but why don't we just let that part of the world handle itself? Why is the United States, why are all these Western countries sending mm -hmm. billions of dollars in aid? And why are we pro, uh, providing a catalyst for World War Three when there seems to be uh, a disconnect between... Uh, NATO countries and what Ukraine actually is. I mean, Ukraine officially is not part of NATO. So why is the EU, why is NATO and the West supporting Ukraine as if it is a member that is deserving of that support? Um, now, of course, if it were part of NATO, World War III would have already began, right? Because any attack on a allied NATO country equals an attack on all NATO countries. And so that's what the the treaty uh, you know the the uh conference is supposed to do to protect members but we see here 
that uh, already they're kind of pushing for this sentiment that World War Three is just around the corner. Yep. All right, so uh, we're going to look at this another another article. Uh, damning new details emerge in ex-FBI <laughs> agent's role in shutting down Hunter Biden laptop probe. And uh, and before we or read is, that, I just want to Or as Trump would call it, the uh, net tap from hell. Laptop from hell. All right. <laughs> so the FBI raided Baron Trump's room, right, during the Mar-a-Lago raid, but never raided uh, Hunter Biden's room. This reminds me, did uh, I sent you the the trailer to that movie called my son hunter that's coming out that they're trying to like block from coming out it's I very seen that no oh i thought i sent it to you it's crazy because they're they're about to release it and uh the the bidens are scared because they expose a lot of stuff apparently and uh we're gonna have to watch that maybe next week on the show we could watch the trailer or something because it's pretty crazy oh yeah yeah, so I mean, it's it's definitely stirring up. Uh, more is coming out just to show the hypocrisy of the current administration. And can you imagine what they would have done if Trump's family member right. had a cover up like this back during his uh, presidency? Man. Uh, I mean, they pushed through two impeachment proceedings with Trump on much less. And uh, and and who do they blame it all on? Have, uh, Hunter Biden. They blamed it all on Russia, Russia, Russia. It's interesting. Russia. Yep. So this is what the article says. Um, the extraordinary alleged efforts of former FBI agent to shut down a probe into Hunter Biden's laptop were detailed Monday in a new report from the author of a best-selling book about the affair. Timothy, who left the bureau last month under mysterious circumstances, spiked further questioning of former Biden pal turned whistleblower Tony Bobulinski, who had offered damning evidence about the alleged Biden family corruption just two weeks before the 2020 presidential election. Can you imagine if this information was allowed to air the light of day before the election and how much more it would have affected the, uh, the results of that election, even despite topics like 2000 mules? I, I don't know. Have you seen that, uh, that documentary? Jeremiah, the 2000 Mules documentary? No. No. Well, what is it about? Well, well, it is highly recommended. I just recently watched it myself. 2000 Mules is the name of it. And it almost empirically proves that the election was stolen from Donald Trump in a very uh, concise, kind of measurable way. They show that uh, there were people there were 2000 people that met a very rigid criteria who had visited uh, ballot deposit boxes almost 19 to 20 times a day all leading up to the election and showing that just these 2000 people that they tracked through their cell phone uh, kind of activity in the same way that Facebook tracks you through for ad revenue they tracked these people's activity through their cell phones and then witnessed them on surveillance cameras. And with only 2,000 people, these 2,000 people could have overturned the election in favor of Biden. Um, and so it's almost outright just proves uh, certain you know discrepancies in the uh, election. Um, and so 
I would definitely highly re recommend anybody who is interested in that topic go Where check can out I watch the 2000 it? Mules documentary. Uh, I believe a... they have a website online and okay. uh, they also have a DVD that can be purchased online. So uh, awesome. I, I know they have a website. Just Google 2000 Mules and you'll find. And what's interesting with that in relation to this is that if just 2000 people is all it took to possibly overturn the entire election, imagine how many more above and beyond that they could have hired to cover up, to skew uh the election results to cheat during the election uh not to mention even the dominion voting machines and some of the uh, discrepancies in how that software works uh when you look at how it was used in countries like argentina and venezuela and and all these places that had very liberal leaders voted in by these voting dominion machines and likely could have had um you know some outside interference on how those votes actually were ca calculated um so if if uh if all of this is wrapped up together and then we see articles like this where information that would have kind of impeded the amount of people that would have voted for the biden presidency uh because of the corruption in the family uh it's just it's so amazing that some of this thing some of these things were able to pass under the radar. Yep. Uh, it says, Bobolinsky's evidence appears to have fallen into the same black hole at the FBI as Hunter's laptop, never to be seen again. The computer which Hunter abandoned in Wilmington, Delaware computer repair shop is believed to have been in the possession of the FBI since late 2019, more than a year before the election. Photos, videos, emails, text messages on the device, which were also ignored by legacy news outlets paint the president's son as a drug-addled venal degenerate and raise trouble questions about President Joe Biden's own role in his son's corrupt mm -hmm. dealings. And uh, here's a, a Twitter picture. Uh, columns up, FBI agent Timothy Tibolt hid intel from whistleblower Tony Bobulinski on Hunter and Joe Biden. Makes sense. They're all in bed together. There's an exchange of funds, an exchange of power, an exchange of favor. And that's why these cover-ups happen. And uh, it, it's kind of interesting just to see it as it um, uh, unfolds, unfolds in yeah. current. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to our next story here. Uh, Opa, we have a video I want you to get ready. I sent previously. But before we do, let's just look at this. Uh, recently, teachers' unions spied on parent groups seeking to reopen schools amid the pandemic, and email shows. This is pretty alarming. You know, they're spying on parents that wanted to go against the protocols and mandates. And it says here a public record request from parents' group which sought to keep schools open during the COVID-19 pandemic apparently shows the California Teachers Association, one of the state's largest and most powerful teachers' unions was spying on them and other similar groups seeking to reopen schools. Parents in various school districts across North San Diego country sued the state to reopen the schools in February 2021. A month later, a judge ruled in favor of the parents and blocked the state's COVID reopening restrictions, which the parents claimed were arbitrary and got in the way of the district's returning to in-person instruction. Several weeks later, researcher Ann Swinburne reached out via email to an activist parent arm of the local union, 
according to a tweet to from Reopen California Schools, which provided screenshots of the alleged email. Swin Byrne alleged told the local union she was currently doing some research into the various reopen groups around the state and wanted to collaborate with them. That's uh, interesting. And the email was initiated by the CTA researcher Ann Swinburne to an activist parent arm of the local union. In the email, Ann said she is currently doing some research into the various reopen groups around the state. So they were like basically going, hey, we're going to investigate these people that are going against what our school board wants to do. We already suspect yeah. it because we see the same people show up at every school board meeting saying the same things, echoing, echoing what the union is saying. So it's not a surprise. One of the founding, one of the founders of the parents group who made the public records request said, according to Fox News, they were working as hard as they could against parents who wanted a school reopen. Uh, so it, it's just interesting as we saw kind of. Uh, in hindsight, how many of the mandates, many of the closures have been called by mainstream science even to have been pretty pointless. And and now we see that they were simply uh, agenda mongers. And it says here, she seemed convinced it was a right-wing dark money instead of parents just wanting their kids in school with normalcy. Uh, so it's always being blamed on the right-wing. Um, yep. So interesting article. And uh, and I stumbled across this crazy uh, video. Uh, it's it's called the Fauci ouchie, and um, <laughs> we're not going to say the the no no the no no word, of course. But Opa, if you wanted to go and play this video I sent you, uh, it just shows the indoctrination that came about, and um, it's uh, it's crazy. You know, this is the this is the type of indoctrination that they're pushing now on the next generation as uh, this medical experiment has been extended down to those who are even just six months and up. Um, and so like, just watch the first few seconds of this video uh, and we'll see how strong our society has been just brainwashed into folding to this mass medical experiment. Today's the day, today's the day. We've been waiting for Censored. Anyways, uh, we're going to definitely add a little bit more beeping into there, but uh, this is uh, just a YouTuber that made a four kids song, you know, and how just brainwashed is our society now because now we have to indoctrinate our children to go into these medical establishments and participate in something that could have adverse effects and we're well, not going to talk about it too much but it ties to our next uh go ahead have you ever heard of alex stein he's a he's a comedian he goes to town hall meetings and he he's the one that came up with fauci ouchie but he goes out and he he, he makes fun of whatever the the current thing is and he he did one called fauci ouchie and he was just calling them out for for telling people to get uh, oh we're gonna have to 
to get the hokey pokey. And so he, he goes <laughs> out there and he, he'd probably be a guest on the show because uh, I've been communicating with him, but uh, he'd be a great guest. But it, you should check out some of his work if you oh, yeah. really, really want to laugh because it, he's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so crazy that we have to be so censored on this topic. Why I cannot believe I just said that. Not allowed. Well, it's, why, why is it that we are so censored? It's because the pharmaceutical companies that pretty much own all of the politicians through their special interest groups and their lobbying, uh, they are extremely wealthy. And that big money, if it was pulled, would upset a lot of businesses, a lot of media, a lot of politicians and so to keep that monetary income going they have come hard against anybody speaking out against this agenda and uh there's even you know alarming things uh that i saw with youtubers who are being banned uh being banned directly after the biden administration released that you were literally killing people if you spoke out against this current uh medical experiment that's happened over the past two years and uh it's crazy and so just to show you some other interesting things that are coming out since this experiment has been going on for the past year and a half since 2021 check this article out and i'm going to be very vague going through it but it says this embalmers you know if you know what embalmers mm -hmm. are they're the people that take care of your body when you've passed dead away body. Yep. Uh, in the funeral home yep and uh they're making shocking discoveries in the blood of the dead. What? And it says that uh, bombshell report, embalmer, embalmers handling bodies have been recently finding numerous long, fibrous, and rubbery clots that <sighs> lack post-mortem mortem characteristics of normal corpses. So wow. they're finding these clots in people's bodies after they pass away. And it's at an exponential rate in years that were prior to 2020, 2021. And it says that the clots are said to be these white, fibrous, and rubbery and can be the size of a grain of sand or as long as a human leg. Ugh. They can be as thick as a pinky finger. And one embalmer claimed they can be nearly the strength of steel. Embalmers across the nation are contending that these are not normal interesting some some have so many clots that the embalmers are forced to drain blood from several points instead of just one and the embalming process takes roughly two hours but can take four hours if the bodies have a lot of clotting prior to 2020 and 2021 we probably would see somewhere between five to ten percent of bodies that would they would embalm having clots but now hirschman who embalms in alabama claims that 50 to 70% of the bodies have clots. Wow. And uh, if you guys remember, one of the adverse effects of the recent medical experiment over the past two years SADS. is uh, clotting. Yeah, SADS, yep. you know, sudden adult death syndrome. But, you know, it's just crazy. It's, it's I mean, this is kind of covering the SADS topic. They're not even dead from the you-know-what disease. They're dying of sudden heart attacks, strokes, cancers. It doesn't seem to matter what these people die of nowadays. So many of them have the same anomalies in their blood. And it's because, well, I mean, it's 
alleged that 80% of the Western world has now taken multiple doses of the big medical experiment. So uh, I just wanted to let people know that this kind of stuff when it's coming out is like crazy that that they're finding long rubbery clots allegedly as strong <laughs> as steel in people's bodies and mm-hmm. it's just so it, it's yeah uh-uh uh-uh is right mm-hmm. man so anyways um <laughs> that's uh that's the main news articles i wanted to cover today so uh thanks for uh listening to some of that coverage guys and and jeremiah i guess we can move on to uh, just briefly running through some of the, the memes, if you are up for it. Awesome. Let's do it, man. Thank you for the current news. Uh, a reminder for anybody, if you would like your memes reviewed, please submit at submit at skibanewsnation.com. And uh, we're going to kind of knock these off the docket because we've had them sitting in a folder for a while. Uh, but we want to hear from you. We want to hear your news submissions, and we want to hear and see uh, your awesome memes. Uh, so we're fighting a multinational corporate war with the power of memes. So help us along the way. Anyways, uh, we have covered some of these, so uh, uh, we'll, we can skip over some of them if they're ones that we seem to have you know done in previous episodes. But uh, I do remember this one, but it, it's still worth checking out. It says, it's Bill oh. Gates saying, we're leaving lab-grown meats... <clears throat> Uh, Bill Gates saying we're, lab, we're we're investing in lab-grown meats as well as lab-grown infant formula. And what happens if nobody buys your lab-grown products? Mysterious wave of meat plants burned to the ground. New H5N1 bird flu ravages chicken farms. Baby formula uh, shortage. <laughs> and then he's like smirking like, yeah, we just invested in lab-grown infant formula. Ha ha. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want to disarm the population, and I don't want to see any other solution. Here's another solution. We don't want another solution. We want a disarmed population. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's been so much going through with gun control recently, you know, and uh, it's it's just interesting that we, we can't forget that don't buy the weapons of war agenda because yes they are weapons of war to protect us so that we are not the only entity in in our country that can you know protect against deadly force and and that's why the founding fathers put in the constitution uh you know that the second amendment was to defend against tyrannical government that is oversteps its bounds just like the original patriots fought against the british uh, if we are disarmed, we no longer have that ability to stand up against uh, the corporatized government. Absolutely. Uh, here's this says, the U.S. has the third highest murder rate in the world. If you remove Chicago, Detroit, Washington, D.C., St. Louis, and Philadelphia, the U.S. is then 189th out of 193 countries in the world. All five cities have strict gun control laws and are controlled by Democrats. Wow. It's a fact check true. All right. All righty. Says NASA lost everything. Did you know NASA lost all data, blueprints, and records from the Apollo missions? 1,300 plus reels are said to be missing. This is uh, 
of course, Don, Don Pettit, a very famous clip here used by the FE community. I go to the moon in a nanosecond. The problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. <laughs> I remember when I saw that yeah. and I, my That's mind right. was blown. I was like, how did you lose the technology to do it? It doesn't make any sense to me. And now apparently they found it again, so they're going to go back up, right? Isn't that what they say? Well, we'll see if it happens, and if they do, uh, it'll probably be some really great CGI footage right from the surface, right? It'll be the same. <laughs> All right. It's been 50 years, guys. 50 years since anybody's been up there. All right. Uh, Waco Homeschool Class of 1993. U.S. government killed all the children and still hold U.S. record for school massacre. <laughs> so, you know, we, of course, have uh, a a lot of shootings that have happened recently at schools. Did you know the U.S. government holds the record? Wow. And I promise everybody, uh, Skiba News Nation family, that I will go to Waco because it's only about an hour and a half from here and they still have like a little place a monument and then a church and then another building and if you guys haven't been to waco i'd love to show you guys so coming soon so that just reminded me here's an interesting interesting uh pro-life meme says saying my body my choice is like saying my house my rules still doesn't give you the right to kill the child inside of it how true all right next one we the people it doesn't need to be rewritten. It needs to be reread. <laughs> Very interesting. Yep. I mean, if people only knew the document that our founding fathers left behind, uh, they would understand that there's a little bit more to our rights than the government wants us to believe. This says, if you outlaw abortions, abortions will just happen illegally. But if you outlaw guns, we will be safe from gun crime. Huh. If you're calling for gun control, you're not against guns, anti-violence, or peaceful. All gun laws are enforced with guns and the initiation of violence. What you really want is government monopoly on guns. I love these memes with uh, <laughs> Jim. Uh, the office gentleman, Jim from the office. <laughs> mm -hmm. Atomic bombshell. Rothschilds patented the c19 biometric tests in 2015 and 2017 oh this is some tasty information here zoom in everybody on that patent application very interesting all right next one clinton's team made it all up durham found out easily and clinton's team admit it now yet no one seems curious as to how mueller or weissman could spend two years 40 million dollars 2800 subpoenas use 40 agents 19 day doj lawyers and 500 witnesses and not figure that out and i i guess they're uh referring to the um the the scandal with uh what what is this referring to the uh the probably the fraud the uh or no maybe it's hmm. perhaps um the trump uh, impeachment proceedings? I'm, I'm trying to figure out here. <laughs> it's been a long time, probably. Like. This one might be a little old. Yeah, so many. Yeah, I, I can imagine it. Yeah. All right, next. Getting triggered by every news event. 
realizing that the news is a scripted drama and the best way to take care of the world is to shut off the TV and become the happiest, healthiest version of yourself. How true. <laughs> now, we yep. have seen this one in previous episodes, but still true. Next. Do something. Increase school security budgets, ban restorative justice and cell policies, lift up and support damaged, hurting young men, promote having stable American nuclear families. I mean, take away the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens. No. You know, it's the gentleman, mustachioed guy who always has uh, based opinions. Yep. All right, next. This organization does not sell arms. Planned Parenthood, this one does. Yep. Next. When you see your old Facebook posts and realize your theology was garbage. Yeah, we've all grown leaps and bounds. <laughs> I mean, uh, if we were to base ourselves off of our Facebook and social media posts, we'd all be probably pretty judged pretty hard. Good thing, you know, we can grow from our past. Uh, Biden's son, Romney's son, Pelosi's son, Carrie's daughter are all on the board of directors for energy companies doing business in Ukraine. Very interesting. Very interesting that we have such a direct involvement in supporting the Ukraine conflict on the Ukrainian side. All right, next. Switzerland. Oh, do you mean to read it? One in two citizens has guns. Lowest crime rate in the world. Whoever said you can't make this stuff up obviously never worked for CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NPC, NBC, NPR, or the Washington Post. Children need to be taught the real history of the world. They need to know what happened in the past when only the government had guns. I, I don't know. If Every I lie will be revealed. This has a whole list of really interesting uh, kind of hot topics. Vegas shooting, Haiti earthquakes, Oklahoma City bombing, Podesta emails, Clinton emails, Antarctica, DC Corporation birth certificates, spirit cooking, extraterrestrials, wiener laptop, Gaddafi operation, paperclip, tunnels, Cannibalism, celebrity, Ob Obamagate, Pedogate, Dumb Dooms, Grizzlane Maxwell, Central Banks, IRS, Sandy Hook, Epstein Island, Great Depression, Chemtrails, Pizzagate, Adrenaclone. <laughs> Pretty much all of these are probably blacklisted terms that are just like, uh, anyways, you guys can read this, but maybe a great resource for seeing things you should look into in terms of alternative perspectives to the mainstream Absolutely. narrative. Uh, very interesting. All right, next. Here's an F.E. meme, pure coincidence. The Earth's axis is orbital inclination around the sun is 66.6 .6 degrees. The Earth's orbit, the sun, the Earth orbits the sun at 666,600 miles per hour. The Earth's circumference is 600 times 6 times 6 nautical miles. The speed of sound is 666 knots per second. The force of gravity on Earth is 666 newtons. The Arctic and Antarctic circles are exactly at the 66.6 .6 parallel, right? Uh, 
astronaut Peggy Winston spent 666 days in space. The distance to the moon is 6 times 60 times 666 miles. The diameter of the moon is 6 times 6 times 60 miles. The sunset is divided by 3 degrees, 6 plus 6 plus 6, aka civil, nautical, and astronomical twilight from Mercury. The sun is 666 times brighter using the inverse square law. And Venus is 464 Celsius, or 867 Fahrenheit. The median of these two numbers is 666. Mars is at 1.666 AU astron astronomical units from the sun at Aphelion. Man, you got 666 written all over the heliocentric model yeah. in modern scientism. Wow. Wow. When there's $200 of marijuana inside, and when there's an active shooter inside, they're all chilling out, having a coffee break. Something is seriously... Uh, something is seriously wrong when the world is offended by everything but sin. <laughs> well, I mean, it's uh, kind of prophesied. They're going to say what's wrong is right and what's right is wrong. It's the political correct world unfolding before our eyes. Yep. Flat and fake. It's very interesting because they added a, a fisheye lens to the highest jump uh, from is that Red Bull? High altitude space balloon. Yep, this is the Red Bull jump. Felix Baumgartner. And if you listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson's breakdown, he actually comes right out and admits even Felix couldn't see the curvature at 127,000 feet. Pretty, pretty insane. Wow. The magic ball Earth. Small enough to watch ships disappear over the curve, but too big to see the curve at 100,000 feet. And that's true. Mm -hmm. Deepest hole ever dug. Only 7.6 miles deep. That doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of what's under the Earth. So how do they know what's beneath us? Well, it's all conjecture. That's the problem. Most scientism is conjecture. If Build Back Better was a swing set. <laughs> Amen. Oh, man. Wow. Fact checkers be like, he didn't say that. And if he did, he didn't mean it. And if he did, you don't understand it. And if you did, it's not a big deal. And if it is, it's taken out of context. And if it wasn't, others have done it. And if they haven't, at least Mean Orange Man is gone. <laughs> Should have been a national depression. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Man, you have great Biden impressions. You think so? I don't, I don't. Yeah, yeah, you sound just like him. Yeah. <laughs> don't I don't worry, know. I don't know to be offended or not. Over the curve. Uh, <laughs> at least, uh, like, I mean, you just have the Shibin and Asher depression thing down, man. Yeah, I think Every, it's just anytime. that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, go back to the last one. Uh, did you know that most like I don't I don't think anybody has ever seen shooting stars come up from the horizon? Isn't that interesting? Like if we're on a globe, it would make sense that a shooting star would be able to be seen coming up from the horizon. Huh. Now, of course, there's atmospheric distortion and stuff, but why are they always falling down from above and we never see them coming from that, you know, angle? That's a good point. Um, 
Anyways, uh, I never thought about next. that. First wave feminism. We want to be equal to men. Second wave feminism. We don't need men. Third wave feminism. We are men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of true. Yeah. NASA, never a straight ascension. Dodging the firmament since 1958. You know, that... Ugh, man, it, I... It, a lot of... Uh, a lot of the speculation on the rocket programs is that they just shoot off and, you know, land in those parts of the world that aren't able to be monitored. Uh, you know, NASA will say they're trying to circumnavigate the globe, so they shoot at this angle so that they can get up to speed and enter into orbit. But it's just, you know, uh, it, it, it's crazy what we're seeing versus what might actually be happening in terms of the space programs. Um, Cause I mean, they have a, a very tailored set of information that they give us. Oh, that's a new one. Imagine if there was a 99.7% chance you wouldn't get cancer, but you were forced to go on chemotherapy just in case wake up, man. Yeah. How true in regards to the, the big experiment over the past few years. Yeah. Watch your step. I'm told there's curve out there somewhere. Guys, if you haven't, you think we're crazy by reviewing these FE memes, then I'm sorry. Just do a little bit of research. Oh, wait. YouTube removed all of the videos with the actual empirical uh, research that breaks it down. Now, of course, you can check out a lot of Rob's stuff. It's still preserved. Uh, and you can also order those you know, DVDs and stuff uh, and, and books. But, man, just... Uh, funny Moses meme. Oh, back to the future. The Supreme Court when Roe vs. Wade gets overturned. I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet, but your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. <laughs> it's funny because it's insinuating that they're gonna have kids because they're not gonna be aborted yet. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, we have a, a, a viewer who actually made this meme by hand for us, uh, along as well as another one. Uh, it says, they have received their reward in full. I enjoy virtue signaling. <laughs> Man, how true. People got so, like, up on their own virtue by showing how much they're seeking to save lives, by how much they cuckolded to the beast system. Man. One yab, ah ha ha ha. Ten yabs, ah ha 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 ha. <laughs> it's uh, the Count, the Countess Mer. What, what's that guy's name on Sesame Street? Uh, Count Dracula, Count, I think. Or Count uh, Dracula. Count Dracula. It's because Count. you count. Yeah. So it's literally just Count One. Dracula. Okay. Oh yeah, you can submit uh, your memes to submit at skibanewsnation.com. So. I think it's time for an all new Opus Corner. Take it away, Opa. Welcome to another episode of Opa's Corner. So, 
let's start off with a few stories. A teenage boy had just passed his driving test and asked his dad if he could start using the family car. The dad said he'd make a deal with his son. You bring your grades up from a C to a B average, study your Bible a little, and get your hair cut. Then we'll talk about the car. The boy thought about that for a moment, decided he'd settle for the offer, and they agreed on it. After about six weeks, the dad said, Son, you brought your grades up, and I've observed that you've been studying your Bible. But I'm disappointed you haven't had your hair cut. The boy said, You know, Dad, I've been thinking about that, and I've noticed in my studies of the Bible that Samson had long hair, and, and John the Baptist had long hair, and Moses had long hair, and there's even strong evidence that Jesus had long hair. His dad replied, Did you also notice that they all walked everywhere they went? <laughs> Jim is an airline flight attendant in this next tale. After all the passengers are aboard, Jim goes through the standard announcements. Sort of. Welcome aboard Stingham Flight 333 to Kalamazoo. We are pleased to have some of the best pilots in the industry. Unfortunately, none of them are on this flight. Then Jim progresses to the famous Fasten Seatbelt announcement. To operate your seatbelt, insert the metal tab into the buckle and pull tight. It works just like every other seatbelt. And if you don't know how to operate one, you probably shouldn't be out in the public unsupervised. In the event of a sudden loss of cabin pressure, oxygen masks will descend from the ceiling. Stop screaming! Grab the mask and put it over your face. If you have a small child traveling with you, secure your mask before assisting with theirs. If you're traveling with two or more small children, decide which one you love the most. After the plane landed, Jim said, As you exit the plane, make sure to gather all of your belongings. Anything left behind will be distributed evenly among the flight attendants. Jim's final announcement was, Thank you for flying Stingham Airlines. We hope you've enjoyed giving us the business as much as we've enjoyed taking you for a ride. Needless to say, Jim now works as a sign spinner. A couple were going on vacation together, but the wife had an emergency at work. So they agreed the husband would go as planned and his wife would meet him at the hotel the next day. When the husband got to his hotel and had checked in, he thought he should send his wife a quick email letting her know he had gotten there okay. As he typed in her email address, he made a typo, 
and his email was sent to an elderly preacher's wife instead. It just so happened that her husband had sadly died the day before. When the grieving old preacher's wife checked her emails, she read the one from the holiday maker, let out an awful, piercing scream, and fainted to the floor. On the sound of her falling, her family rushed into the room. They tended to her and then looked on her computer and saw this email on her screen. Dearest wife, just checked into my room. Everything is prepared for your arrival tomorrow. P.S. It sure is hot down here. And now, for the funnies. <laughs> this edition of the funnies is dedicated to our furry friends. Frankie Frankie stuck up in a tree. S-I-T-T-I-N-G. Can't get down, nothing sadder. Have to call the humans with a big old ladder. <laughs> Siri, bark obnoxiously at every sound you hear while I take time off to nap. Pre-rinse cycle. Cat fud, cat fud, cat fud. Oh, please. Oh, please. Touch and scratch book. Scratch the human. Make him say, ouch. Now make little holes in the new leather couch. Why can't you just chew the squeaker out like normal dogs? Two words you need to know how to spell are T-R-E-A-T and W-A-L-K. Fortunately for Sparky, Zeke knew the famous Rex Maneuver. While their owners sleep, nervous little dogs prepare for their day. Oh, the places you go by Dr. Snoot. You go on the sidewalk. You'll go on the lawn. You'll go when it's dusk. You'll go when it's dawn. You'll do your business on the dirt, grass, and sand. And they'll pick it up with that bag in their hand. <laughs> Dachshund dog facts. Serving size, 8 to 32 pounds. Stubbornness, 300%. Listening skills, zero. Farting, 150%. Intelligence, 200%. Loyalty, 400%. Acting skills, 330%. Eating skills, 290%. Kissing, 350%. Love, 1,000%. The laser dot. 
class, you're completely ignoring me. Nice work. <laughs> Cat yoga. Upward turning nose. It's accurate. <laughs> Cat treadmills. Yeah. Ultra Deluxe Kitty Bed. Thanks for coming to Oscar's party. Here's your empty bag to play in. <laughs> Snooze button for cat owners. Bob and Steve noticed no one else was wearing a collar. Suddenly, they realized they were in a stray bar. To my human, I really do care. I love you a lot. Now get off the chair. You know that's my spot. <laughs> Kitty Corp Bank. Just put the money in the bag and nobody gets wet. Dog rules for humans. One, don't come home smelling of other dogs. Two, you must feed me every goodie you eat. Three, don't call me or lead me to a bath. Four, let me outside even though I just came in, there was an area I forgot to sniff. Five, I can sleep anywhere I choose even if it means you trip over me. Six, don't shh me from barking while you're on the phone. I heard the wind blowing the leaves. Seven, don't move me while I'm sleeping sideways in the middle of the bed. You have enough room on the edge. <laughs> Eight, don't think you can leave a room without me. Nine, if it lands on the floor, it's mine. Ten, you will never pee alone again. Acme Tennis Ball Company. But I thought you said, get along, little dogie boss. <sighs> never mind. Jenny is the new kid in class. Everybody hiss until you get used to her. <laughs> Accidental voodoo. Oh! Danger, watch your nose. How attack wiener dogs are trained. Come on, come on. Grrr. Come on! Wieners. <gasps> oh. Nest flicks. <laughs> we need to talk about your diet. 
Now remember, he spent $400 on that, so no matter what, we can never play with it. That's true. <laughs> I'm getting cold. Stop hogging all the cats. <laughs> it comes with a lever that sweeps out all the cat toys. I say, old boy, my dog doesn't seem to think you're a very good shot. Waiting for the cuckoo to come out. And that concludes our funnies for this episode. Hopas Corner is now available on my own YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe. Wow, Opa, that was a great Opus Corner. I love the cat ones. <laughs> so accurate. Yeah, that was great. Good episode, Ropa. Any and in the link below or in the description below, I should say, there there'll be a link to Opus Corner if you're interested. So, I guess it's now time for some history. Alright, so today I'm going to be talking about this man right here. He was Superman. And his name was George Reeves, who uh, Opa watched when I'm sure he was a kid. Right, Opa? Yep. When I was a kid, I'd come home from school every day and watch it. And he was your, like, the one thing you watched, right? Religiously, probably. Four o'clock every afternoon. <laughs> All right. So he was an American actor best known for portraying Superman in the television series Adventures of Superman. And he died suspiciously June 16, 1959. Detectives quickly ruled his death a suicide. Now, does this sound familiar? Like in the last episode, I talked about Bobby Fuller. They just quickly brushed over the fact that, you know, there was evidence. So I'm going to be presenting evidence that's going to prove to you, hopefully it'll prove to you, that... George Reeves was murdered by somebody else. He did not take his own life. So my for my first clip, this is Exhibit A. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! George Reeves, known to millions as TV Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet? Not on the night of June 16, 1959. The night Reeves was found dead at the age of 45. Sprawled naked on his bed with a gunshot wound to the head. Police called it a suicide, but was it? It's no surprise that Helen Besselow wanted her ashes to rest beside her only son forever and always. The one fact regarding Reeves' early life that everyone agrees upon Reeves had something of a chaotic childhood, 
His parents divorced when George was just a baby. Mother and son eventually moved to Pasadena, California, where George discovered his calling in the theater. He fell in love with theater and acting and uh, did um, a great number of plays there in Pasadena uh, all through the late 30s. Hollywood took notice of the handsome newcomer from Gone with the Wind. Reeves was cast opposite Claudette Colbert in the 1943 war picture So Proudly We Hail, directed by Mark Sandrich. Just as his career was moving into high gear, he joined the war effort and enlisted in the army. Sandrich assured the young actor he would make him a movie star when his tour of duty ended. By the time George got out of the army, which he had entered before the film was released, uh, Mark Sandrich was dead. And George always said during the Superman years that if Mark Sandrich hadn't died, he wouldn't be sitting there now in his monkey suit. That's a call I've been waiting for, Miss Lane. Everything's been taken care of, except you. No, I don't believe it. Then in 1951, his chiseled good looks and muscular physique won him the lead role of Superman on television. He accepted the role for the oldest reason in the book. He needed the dough. Besides, Reeves was convinced the last thing America wanted to see was a grown man running around in tights. He was wrong. The series was a thundering success. He had the Superman insignia and uh, what he called the monkey suit. But every year he would use the monkey suit to the delight of some needy child. At the end of every season, uh, George would cut the S out of, uh, out of his costumes and send the S's to kids in the hospital or somebody's birthday or whatever and destroy uh, the rest of the costume. Off-screen, Reeves' life was exactly the opposite of the mild-mannered Clark Kent he played on TV. George enjoyed a long-time affair with a wealthy society woman by the name of Tony Mannix. There was only one little problem. Tony was very married to an MGM executive, Eddie Mannix. George Reeves' 10-year romance with Tony Mannix was an open secret in Hollywood. She had the kind of arrangement with her, with her husband that allowed her to uh, go after what she wanted. Eddie knew about their relationship and approved of it. Their affair continued for a decade until just one year before his death when a flashy New York nightclub singer blew into his life. Her name was Lenore Lemon. But pretty is as pretty does, and Lenore had a pretty unsavory reputation. But that didn't matter to George. The guy was head over heels. George and Lenore announced their plans to marry. George's longtime lover, Tony Mannix, was not pleased. Shortly after that, I heard from Tony <laughs> about Lenore Lemon. She wanted me to talk to George. You wanted me to talk to the boy. And I said, he's a big boy, and that's not, you know, I don't feel that's appropriate. But George's luck was about to run out. Not even the Man of Steel was up to the task of keeping Lenore in line. For one thing, she had a temper when she drank, and pretty soon George's close friends stopped coming around. She wasn't the kind of person that you fall in love with. She was, she's the kind of a person that wants to run your life. And if that wasn't enough, Lenore was rumored to have connections to the mob back in her native New York. She was well known as a uh, party girl. She was involved with Hoffa and all of that. Look what happened to Hoffa. It was June 16, 1959, and Chasen's was the hot spot in town. As always, the place was packed with showbiz bigwigs. Spirits were high, liquor was flowing. George Reeves was there with his fiancée, the tempestuous party girl, Lenore Lemon. Just hours later, the Man of Steel was found dead, naked, and alone in his bedroom. The newspaper headlines the next morning stunned America. The official word was that Reeves died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. When he died, everybody was obviously in shock, all the kids our age. It was a big thing on schoolyards. You go to school that day and every kid was rattled. George's close friends weren't buying the suicide story. Reeves had too much to live for. 
He was going to direct another season of Superman coming up. He was going to direct a science fiction feature with Phyllis Coates. He said, I have a science fiction script, and I'm going to direct this, and I'd like you to do the lead, would you? And uh, he was very up about that. He looked wonderful. George had always been a big drinker, and maybe all the booze was beginning to take its toll. The autopsy revealed an alarming 0.27 alcohol level when he died. That's a lot of cocktails, even for Superman. This amount of alcohol, which was extremely substantial uh, in a case like this, uh, I think contributed more to what happened than to any of the sinister things that have been speculated upon. And that is uh, a depressed enough state where he could take his own life. Uh, a man comes in, sits down on his bed and slumps. With his head tilted to one side, fires a bullet through his head and hitting the ceiling. This fellow called me up, listened to the radio. George has just committed suicide. And I said, baloney. So if it wasn't a suicide, how did Reeves die? One of the most outlandish stories is that Tony Mannix, George's married lover, hired a hitman to knock him off. The scenario goes like this. Neighbor William Bliss dropped by Reeves' home late that night. When Lenore Lemon went downstairs, heard the doorbell, opened the door, was chatting with Bill Bliss at the front door, the gunman who had been waiting for his opportunity went upstairs, shot George, and escaped out of a, an upper story bedroom. Uh, the great mystery to us was, was Bill Bliss there by accident or by design? Now let's take a look at the Lenore Lemon theory. Rumors were rampant that George was thinking about calling off their marriage. Did Lenore catch wind of it and fly off the handle? I would bet my life on it that Lenore Lemon came up there, got a gun, and shot him. He wants to go to bed. She's wired, she doesn't want to go to bed, and he ignores her. She gets the gun, shoots five holes in the floor. He doesn't react to it, and then puts one on the, at his head, thinking the gun was empty, and blew his brains out. I think she did it because she was inebriated. No one who was close to George Reeves, not even his possessive mother, Helen, bought the suicide theory. Here's some reasons why. Number one, there were no fingerprints on the gun. Number two, there were no powder burns on the body. Number three, the shell casing was found under the corpse. And the best reason of all, there were five random bullet holes later found in George's bedroom. A distraught Tony Mannix, Reeves' longtime lover, called his co-star Phyllis Coates with the news. She said, the boy is dead. There are five random bullet holes around the room. The gun's been wiped clean and the sheets are in the bending. And I said, my God, what? Where? She said, you've got to go over to the house with me. Well, who knows who put the sheets in the washing machine? That was just one of the strange things that happened at Reeves' home. For example, George's fiancée, Lenore, returned to the scene after the police split. It was later discovered that Lenore Lemon had broken the seal to go in the house to get food out of the refrigerator and booze out of the home. And also uh, traveler's checks that George had written in his name for them to use on a vacation. Lenore's little escapade wasn't the only bizarre happening following the death of Superman. The police investigation seemed to be bungled from the beginning. No photos of the crime scene had ever been found, and Reeves' body was embalmed before the autopsy was performed. George's mother, Helen, was irate. She was also determined to salvage her son's reputation. Private investigator Milo Spiriglio worked on the Reeves case. He remembers Helen's determination to prove her son was murdered. She had his body frozen. It was put in a train back to their hometown. Uh, at that point, a second autopsy was performed, and it was concluded during the second autopsy that there was a probability of homicide. A probability, but no hard proof. There were those who believed that Eddie Mannix, Tony's husband, used his power as an MGM executive to put a lid on the police inquiry. 
The last thing Mannix wanted was to have his wife involved in a scandal. Hey, money talks, especially in Hollywood. It was one of the sloppiest investigations ever. Back in those days, they wanted to protect celebrities, particularly the studios. They were very powerful in uh, Hollywood at the time. So Tony Mannix's name stayed out of the newspapers, but her involvement with Reeves certainly wasn't over, as Jack Larson discovered when he and Tony went to George's house just a few days after his death. I saw and recognized that there was old blood of George's, and I began to get a bit sick. And at that point, I heard a tap, tap, and tap, tap. And she was tapping up these blessings on the bullet holes. Although her behavior was strange, there was no evidence to connect Tony Mannix to the death of George Reeves. Now, Reeves' other lady love, Lenore Lemon, is another story. She split town without even attending his memorial service. One day, we were talking back and forth. We were actually arguing. And she told me, do you want to hear that I killed George Reeves? I says, well, only if you did. OK, I killed George Reeves. Are you satisfied? And she hung up on me. Sounds like a confession to me, but we'll never really know. No one, not even Lenore Lemon, was ever brought in for questioning. It smells like a cover-up. Does that not sound like a cover-up? I mean, does that not sound like a man who had everything to live for? And I don't know, it's just super sketchy. I mean, what do you think, Jake? I think it's sketchy that the next Superman that became famous was Christopher Reeves. Of no relation. Uh, and George of no relation why is it that they were almost kind of like replaced the old superman george reeves with christopher reeves and uh it's almost like to kind of scoot the story of george under the carpet and yeah i don't know man this is a, another crazy instance where it definitely seems like he could have been murdered what do you think opa well when i i was only 11 at the time he died and um we couldn't believe it because he's Superman. He can't be killed. I mean, bullets bounce off of him. So how in the heck could he commit suicide unless he had kryptonite? <laughs> well, I'm about to show you this second clip of, uh, I think her name is L Lenore Lemon. Sorry, that was a little hard to say. It's like a tongue twister. But anyways, where she apparently gave a deathbed confession. So let me know what you think about this clip. For decades, the question of whether or not TV Superman George Reeves committed suicide has remained one of Hollywood's great mysteries. The new movie Hollywood Land examines the question. Has tongues wagging again? Beverly Hills PR man Edward Losey believes he knows who killed the Man of Steel. In fact, he says one of the people responsible gave a deathbed confession. And I understand, Ed, that um, you and Tony Mannix, the mistress portrayed in the film, who was married to the Hollywood exec, you lived with her platonic but relationship. And apparently she starts confessing on her deathbed to the priest? He hit it pretty much on the head. Um, she was a devout Catholic, and she was terrified of going to hell. And a lot of people know about the famous prayer sessions that she had. When I first had the opportunity to move into the house on Il Retiro Way, that was part of what we did every Tuesday night. What I had to do there was to pray with her to George. And she had this incredible shrine to George and then with a picture of Jesus next to it with prayer cards all around it. And, and basically she was asking the priest if, if, if she uh, didn't uh, pull the trigger but had something to do with it, just what part of hell would she go to? Yeah, she was actually trying to, to talk about the technicalities of whether it's the same you know, room in hell that she would have if she didn't actually pull the trigger or kill him, but it was part of the conspiracy. So the, the news is, is that she did 
I confessed to a Catholic priest. I was in the room. There is no mystery about how George Reeves died. There are mysteries because, you know, of course, the Catholic priest isn't talking and he won't. He's a retired gentleman now. now. Did this priest basically tell you to keep your mouth shut um, when, when you thought about doing something with the information? After what I heard, the priest, uh, after he gave absolution, which is what, what they call it, uh, he said, you know, you can't discuss this. And I figured it was because of, you know, the, the, because it was a sacrament of the Catholic Church. He said, no, for your own good, you can't discuss this. Huh. So this was a priest that was a family friend and, you know, who would go to Mass with us. Yeah. And part of what I did was take her to Mass. I want to play a clip from Dominic Dunn when he was talking to me on the show about the film. Let's listen. I always thought that, I mean, I, I don't know, I'm I just know. telling you my theory, yeah. that Eddie Mannix had him taken care of. And why would he need to do that? Because I, I think the, 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 uh, Tony was too involved. I mean, this wasn't like an affair. I mean, this was like, she was like mad about this guy. Tony Mannix was really jealous, jealous at the end, angry and rejected. So maybe her husband was doing her a favor. Yeah, it could be. All right, is that the theory, is that your theory that basically Eddie Mannix was going to take care of his hysterical wife by blowing away her former lover. Yes, uh, it's more than a theory to me. I'm, I'm prejudicial about it because I witnessed the confession. Dominic's got it right on. He hit it right on the head. There, in all my years of being in PR, I've never met a more fantastic, outgoing woman. She was like my Auntie Mame, but she was also a rageaholic. So she had the means, she had the motive, and she had the toughest guy, the most powerful guy in Hollywood, MGM, which ruled all of Hollywood, who had the power to fix things. And that's what he was. He was the fixer. And this is brought out pretty heavily. I'm looking forward to being at the premiere tonight. I want to get a real quick clip in here. Let's take a look at this. You don't know me. You don't know what I think, what I do. I don't let you. You're an old man, Eddie. I was going to wipe the blood off your hands. My hands? I'm in the picture business. You don't murder. Okay, well, what you just gave us could prove the outcome. I hope you enjoy the film tonight. It's smashing. Edward Luzzi, thank you very much. So the film they're talking about is called Hollywood Land, and I'm sorry, that was my mistake. I meant to say Tony Mannix. That's the, the, the lady who gave the deathbed confession, but... What do you guys think? Do you think if today, if this happened today, if it would be ruled a suicide or a homicide? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that makes me think that the husband of the kind of the the lady friend there that they had that open relationship with, he got jealous and uh perhaps had a role in that and and there's definitely a lot of things suspicious elements of this like why were there gunshots discharged all around the room and then he shoots himself you know and mm -hmm. so all of those make me think that this would be a case that would be ruled a homicide not a suicide what do you think Opa? did i change your mind about the suicide oh i've always thought that it was a a, a murder because uh that, like there were just too many, too many things that just didn't add up. The the gun shell underneath his body, uh, the fact that that he was sitting on the bed and when he fell back, mm -hmm. uh, the fact that he didn't have any clothes on, uh, the fact that he had so much going for him. Uh, why would he kill himself? He before beforehand he was very very happy about uh, some of the new uh, projects that he was going to 
going to come up, go on to uh, after Superman. So, uh, no, I never believed uh, that he committed suicide. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, that's all I got for the George George Reeves. But now I want to play something. Okay. So last week I played some Norm Macdonald uh, of him talking about faith and <clears throat> what he thought about biblical cosmology, possibly. But um, this, in this last clip in history, I'm going to show you more of what he said about his faith in God and him talking about what it meant to him. So. I actually got into an argument on the subway and the guy quoted the Bible at me. That is not fair. <laughs> like, if you get to quote from your favorite book, I should be able to quote from my favorite book, right? He was like, men do not live on bread alone, Matthews 4.4. 4. And I was like, everybody's a little bit magic, Harry Potter, chapter 7. <laughs> it's not a fair fight, right? I uh, disagree. I don't think the Bible joke is uh, brave at all. I, uh, I think if you're going to take on an entire religion, you should maybe know what you're talking about. J.K. Rowling is a Christian, and J.K. Rowling famously said that uh, if you're familiar with the scriptures, you could easily guess the ending of her book. Huh? Okay. <laughs> I don't like it. If I go to the ATM machine at night, and it's like a white lady getting money out her account, I won't get out my car. When you were at the ATM machine, you were no longer a black guy. You were a human being. That was great. Almost racist, but then you got it right under the bar, Norm. That's why I love you. Keep it going for DC Urban. I just want to go in my sleep when I'm old and yeah, having nice. a nice dream or something. You know? Yeah. Where are you going to go? To, to die, to go with the Lord. You believe in the Lord? Kona. I do. You do? Are you religious? I believe in God. And I do too. That's as far as I go. Yeah, me too. And I don't, I don't need, uh, I don't need your buddy Bill Maher telling me I'm an idiot. I've never got the answer <laughs> to the one question, which is why? Why Connecticut children? Why? Why a bomber in Boston? Because if God, if there is a God, yeah. he's omnipotent. Yeah. If he's omnipotent, he could prevent it. Yes. Why didn't he prevent it? I don't know, man, but you got to stop hanging out in that hot tub with Bill Maher all the time. It <laughs> sounds like you got a God-shaped hole in your heart. <laughs> and, and when people try to tell me <laughs> that God is not important, I couldn't uh, disagree more. So I think, and I think as far as the question of God goes, I, I wish that science, which is supposed to explore these things, refuses to explore the fundamental question that is of interest not only to religious people but intensely to atheists as well they spend a lot of time thinking about something they don't care about or they pretend they don't care about that science should spend all their time i mean they try they spend time trying to find new galaxies as if that's important it would be i think it would be good to study it how could you possibly test it, test it scientifically they just say it's unknowable. It's beyond our area of what we can know, right? It's a belief. It's a faith. Well, that's what they say because they're thinking in evidentiary ways. First of all, the scientific method always begins with intuition. Always, always. Einstein used intuition.
he did not study things objectively and find things. He was struck with something and then followed that that notion that he had, or whatever you call that, I call it intuition. You could put divine roots to it if you wanted to, too. That's how important things are discovered. And obviously, there is an enormous intuition amongst every person that has ever lived that God exists. But it has to go beyond intuition into uh, the whole scientific community verifying it or falsifying it. No, not necessarily. For instance, if you have a deep intuition that cigarettes cause cancer, which is still unproven, by the way, then you don't need evidence. And if uh, in a court of law, you certainly don't need evidence. You don't need a body. You don't need to find a dead body of something. You know, if all uh, things point to something, I don't know. I, I have very strong belief in, in intuition. And I just find it interesting that... Uh, something that everyone believes some people pretend not to i just find that very very interesting none now i love norm Macdonald. he's my favorite comedian of all time and he is he was smarter than a lot of people may have thought because he played the dumb guy on tv uh but he had a 158 iq and he used to read like like Russian literature and all kinds of stuff. But what are your thoughts about that video, Jake? Yeah, just seeing all the opportunities that Norm kind of had these little comedic injections in his day-to-day -day conversations with all these media moguls and these big-name personalities. Uh, it's really interesting to see somebody who had such great comedy also stand mm -hmm. up for his faith in the face of all the political correctness in the world today. So uh, I just really appreciate those Norm McDonald's clips. All right. Well, that's all I got for history. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, if you would like to submit a topic, story, memes, and more, please email submit at skibanewsnation.com. Also, if you want to write us a letter, send your letter to Jeremiah Skiba, P.O. Box 560271, The Colony, Texas 75056. Time for some memes! Meme me up! Alright, Jake. Alright, here we go. I got some real funny ones for you. Uh, starting off with, imagine being a native in America a Native American in 1492 and seeing this bizarre thing <laughs> step off of a ship. <laughs> yeah, I'd be kind of freaked out too, especially as my population started breaking out in hives and rashes from smallpox and whatnot, and then everybody ends up dead within a few years. I'd be pretty freaked out. But yeah, these were the bearers of bad news for the Natives back mm -hmm. then. Uh, you're going to love this one, Jeremiah. Check oh, this yeah. out. Uh, it says how to make infinite energy step one a cat always lands on her feet step two bread with butter falls butter side down step three fasten bread with butter to cat's back cat will keep rotating and never fall on the ground attach cat bread to generator and that equals infinite energy <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, That's I know so we were fun. talking about how to power cars and the water-powered car. What about cat-powered car? Oh, that'd be Has cool. Anybody ever thought about that? My kitty Charlie would would 
He's All got right. so much energy. It's crazy. Running around. Oh, yeah. We'll just put them on a treadmill and they'll make the wheels go forward. <laughs> Here's a, a, a meme about deers. Deer when they hear a twig snap within a three-mile radius. Deer when a 25,000-pound semi-truck is barreling at them at 80 miles per hour. Hello there. I'm, I'm, I'm your na friendly neighborhood deer that's just going to stand right in the road. Uh, here's what people did in 2021. <laughs> Dodging the you-know-what. All right. In real estate, sometimes people ask silly questions. Hey, what's upstairs? Unfortunately, the stairs don't talk. <laughs> uh, next one is plants for sale. Welcome home, my pretty little plant. And then all the plants that are dead <laughs> on the shelf. Welcome. <laughs> oh, man, this has been so true throughout my life. I've brought different things home and they just get neglected so sad <laughs> um and for those of you who are curious this is how they get almond milk i knew it <laughs> yep yep apparently uh almond udders are are quite the quite the texture kind of oh. like a i don't even want to get into it this guy's <laughs> an expert though <laughs> all right man that's all the memes for today all right man Meme me up. Uh, that was a great episode, Jeremiah. Uh, just a quick shout out to all the bears I got to meet at the Bertaria Times National Festival this past weekend. It was an excellent uh, experience. We had a little booth there. My wife and I sold fruit fizzy sodas, and we got to make a bunch of friends. So I know some of them are watching our show. And uh, just a great community, and uh, we love using the Bertaria Times app uh, to kind of share the true, good, and beautiful. Uh, it's one of the best social media apps I've ever used. So uh, just had a blast. Wanted to give that that event a shout out, and all the people we met there and the friends we made. That's great, man. All right, thank you guys for watching episode 14. We had a great Opus Corner memes, and I hope you guys enjoyed the history. And we'll see you in episode 15. So stay tuned. Hey, Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. You can also help support this channel by getting yourself some Skiba News Nation merch. Also, we are proud to announce that we are now on Patreon, where you will get bonus content, shoutouts, and much more. Thank you again for watching and helping us stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Skiba News Nation.
We are also proud to announce that Skiba News Nation podcast is now available on podcast platforms. My new book, Never Got to Say Goodbye, is now available. My book contains an up-close-and-personal account of who my father, Rob Skiba, truly was as a father and as a man. It includes over a hundred never-before-seen photos of my dad and our family. A portion of the proceeds are going towards funding our search for justice for my dad, Rob Skiba. Visit SkibaNewsNation.com forward slash book. Again, SkibaNewsNation.com forward slash book. To learn more about the book, our website will show you where and how you can purchase my book. Also, you can sign up to be notified when my mom's book is ready. Her book will be a first-hand account of the 40 days of terror that my dad and our family experienced at the hands of the medical system that completely denied him of his human rights and how they denied my mom's right to be my dad's medical power of attorney. Thank you so much for your support and for helping us stay on the quest for truth and carrying on my dad's legacy.